Hello and welcome to The Well Podcast. Find out more at facebook.com forward slash The Well Event. And just now we're going to have a testimony of someone who has encountered, uh, encountered that very thing. Uh, it's one of our very own young people. Um, her name changed just very recently because she just got married a few weeks ago. And here she finds herself not long back from honeymoon and thrust into the spotlight. I'm really glad that she agreed to share her testimony. I'm going to ask you, put your hands together, make welcome Eva as she comes just now. Oh, wow, there is a lot of you here. Um, so yes, my name is Eva. Um, if you're a white weller, you may just know me as Jill's daughter or one of Jill's girls. Alongside my sisters, we were extremely privileged to grow up in this church. We were involved in everything thanks to our mum. She ran the East Belfast Sunday School and for 30 years has ran the Food Bank Ministry in Whitewell. We came to church with our mum, our wee granda, our uncle, a few aunties, um, and there was a big row of us that sat just down there. And for as long as I can remember, the White Wellers have been our extended family. And because of this, Jesus really was no stranger to me from day dot. I loved Sunday school, GB, church, and belting out all the old Hillsong albums in the car. I just loved Jesus. And I was so blessed to be surrounded by people who loved him too. In my early teenage years, my parents separated. And during this time, despite what she had been through, my mom's faith, hope, and trust in God just grew and grew. She wasn't shaken in the slightest. And if you know my mom, you know she's very private. Um, So you probably didn't know that anything was happening or that our family was going through a time of trial because when we came to church, she let nothing hinder her worship and nothing stopped us coming to break bread on a Sunday morning. This was the example that she was setting to me and without realizing it would be my biggest encouragement in a few years to come. I remember during this period in our lives, my mum, my granda, my older sister Cara, and my brother-in-law David consistently talking about Christ, his goodness, his grace, his perfect timing, and his love. And I'm ashamed to say now that I couldn't see it or feel it at that time. I had lost all hope. All I could see was the people around me who were living worldly lives and they seemed so much more happy and content, and that's all that I was craving. I had given up on God, but little did I know that he had not given up on me. From the age of 20, I stopped going to church after a couple of years of fading further and further away from God. I attempted to remove myself from all things Jesus, but growing up in Whitewell and having the family that I have, um, that was very difficult. The real reason I did this though was because I knew that he hadn't let me go. And coming to church, I just felt a literal tug between me and God. But in my selfishness, I was too scared to give up the life that I had created for myself because I didn't want anything to go wrong again, although I was so unhappy. 
At the end of 2019, I had got myself into a bit of a tricky situation, and I really wanted a way out of it. I was craving Jesus, and I didn't even know it. From January to March 2020, I then went to Bangarilam with my younger sister, Shan, my cousin, and my auntie. And I just pretended that I was going to have a wee coffee date after church. But after my first week there, I longed for the sound of worship, and I just wanted to be surrounded in it. And in those moments, I really felt God. But I didn't want to let on, I didn't want anybody to know. So I used to shimmy my hair in front of my face, um, just so I could close my eyes and try and absorb it all. Yet despite these feelings, I was still so frightened, and I kept trying to push God out. But that didn't last long. On the 22nd of March 2020, it was Mother's Day. And that night I went to bed and began to pray. And I really still don't know why I did this. And I can't really put into words what happened. But all I can say is that I started to feel this overwhelming sense of peace. All the years I spent pulling in the opposite direction, being afraid and trying to bridge the gap with worldly things. That night I cried and I cried and I gave my heart back to the Lord. I couldn't pull away any longer because I wasn't frightened anymore. I felt confident and I felt bold in Christ. And this was because the gap was no longer bridged. It had been filled with Jesus. The very next day, a national lockdown was announced for COVID. And for me, this really shows God's hand in everything, because for the seven years prior to this, I really suffered from being extremely anxious through school. I even had a few panic attacks, and I was a pretty angry teenager. Um, so I really believe that God knew that I would not have coped without him during that. From there, I had to make a big decision, and it was one that I had previously been putting off, but now I was confident to do it. And I was not letting anything hinder my relationship with God this time. I remember so many people afterwards telling me, you've honoured God, so he'll honour you. But to be honest, I didn't really feel like I needed anything in return. I was just so happy. So happy to be back at church, finally involved in the church youth, even though it gets you roped into things like this, um, making Christian friends. And I was extremely content. My prayer was just that I would trust God to bring me anything else that I needed in his perfect timing. So I don't really know if I'd use the word honoured, but what I'll say is that God has abundantly blessed me. And in June 2021, completely unexpectedly, I met my now husband, and we were then engaged by Christmas and married on the 2nd of August this year, which seems very quick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But we really believe that that was God's perfect timing. On our first date, which was up to the port, of course, um, I remember Dave saying to me something that was so simple, and as Christians we use so often, but don't maybe really realize what it means, and that is that God is good. It completely floored me, and I think that was the first time Dave ever seen me cry. But in that moment, I realized that God has been so good to me and so faithful. And because of his goodness, I just know that there's more blessings to come. So that is me finished. But I just want to leave you with a wee verse. Um, most of you probably know it. It's John 3.16. For God so loved the world. That is me and that is you. 
If you're saved tonight, then here's your wee reminder. You are loved by God beyond measure, so rejoice in it. But if you don't know Jesus, or if you're going through something tonight, then let me just reiterate it, proclaim it, and speak it over you. Jesus loves you, and nothing can stand against his love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you.